Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Hello. the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And uh, today we are going to be talking about uh, a movie called The Lamp. Yeah, The Outing. A.K.A. The Outing. Uh, the the version of it that I watched was the version called the lamp, which was the uh, which is basically the director's cut. And we've got a uh, stay alive little problem right, here because I, I watched so. uh, the outing, yes, which is the crappy cut apparently. Evidently, this the the version is better. I've never seen the original cut, so I don't I've know. never seen your cut. Okay, I've only seen this cut of the outing. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> It actually surprises me. This feels like a movie that you would really the, like. The, pro- the problem is, it surprises me too, because by all means, yes, this should be right up my alley. But yeah, yeah. I've got some problems, and some of them are all on me, and not the movie. We'll Interesting. Okay. We'll get to this, but otherwise, yes, yes, kids hanging out in a museum overnight, getting stalked by a yeah. genie, like, yeah, that's <laughs> super up my alley. And I really feel this movie would benefit from a remake. Too, with some I more, think so too. With yeah. some more neat stuff in it. Not that it doesn't have some neat stuff in it, but it could cram in some more and so, in a better way. I see. I can understand the problem, like the idea that it's disappointing that basically what we have is a slasher when we're we're set up with a monster movie with a magical monster movie, mm-hmm. and that sets up some. In my mind, there definitely are some like uh, there are some expectations with a with a magical monster. Yep. Where you're like. Oh man, somebody's gonna get turned into a blind. Somebody's gonna get you know like magical shit's gonna happen, like something crazy. I mean, it's a genie. It's exactly. It can do anything, and people die in very prosaic ways. You know, like people are like, "Ah, oh, I was bitten by a snake." Yeah, I was also bitten by. I a snake. was all. That's a. That's one of my giantest problems. I that agree. is the weakest death in the world. Yeah, that like. was that was sad. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, it's like. Instead of doing crazy weird shit, it's just like I can make things float. <laughs> I can, I can, I can make things break and fall from the ceiling. Like cool, like totally. Okay. I get it. Which is a cool parlor trick. I can't do it, but like, <laughs> I will say that uh, th- there were a couple. You know, there was the floating spear. You know, there were some of those sorts of things. But th- and that going through the glass case that was pretty like Argento-y and fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, it's cool. I'm not saying it's stupid. And also, when they get lifted up in the air, especially the whoever the nutty professor guy was, he when he gets lifted up and killed, the, some really nice Italian like creep showy, like really fun red and blue. You talking lights. about the ceiling fan? Like yes, or, yeah. yeah, yeah. His his death was the same death as everybody else, pretty much. But it was it was just lit really well, and I really I just, enjoyed it. I just feel if that death was going on in real life, he would kind of like cover up to the ceiling and be like, oh, oh donk, ow! <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if that's how the scene worked? Like, I think it would even be better have if you, the genie was like, still out, and then the genie was like, get all frustrated, and then like did something really bad. Have you ever seen a movie do that? That is actually something that would be very funny yeah, in a movie. Yeah, the ceiling I'm, fan just bonks his forehead, and he's like, ow! <laughs> I really and thought just, that was gonna. It just c- hangs on his forehead. like. I really thought that was gonna cut your head off. Yeah. I I did not know that was gonna be that week. <laughs> Amazing. That been great. Yes, that would have been perfect in that situation. Also, hiring a guy that was actually old or just letting him be young would have been fine too. Instead of putting baby powder in his hair and being yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> "I'm old." This movie <laughs> likes making the youngs look old. Yes, true. Um. Yeah, I guess let's just talk. Let's just talk about let's it. Just, uh, I, don't I don't see the. I don't see it for you. I mean. Listen, there's no fucking rule that says a dog can't play baseball <laughs> or talk about the movie The Lamp. 
Um, okay, so we start off. Big fire hit films presents and i was like oh man Ooh, uh, that's uh okay let's see let's see you, you talk you talk a big game <laughs> that's some that's some really mighty hubris you got going on there right out of the gate uh and it's like <laughs> it's like top of the box office production <laughs> big money hustlers presents 100 percent on rotten tomatoes incorporated <laughs> huh you know, all of these things are great slates to put in front of a movie. Uh, I will have to remember all of that. <laughs> okay, so uh, we get uh, this. This actually, to me, was like this felt really cool because it felt like they were going really far out of their way to do something that was unnecessary, but like huge production value moment in this crazy Spanish frigate thing that happens in the beginning, you go, we rise up from total darkness and we see that we're kind of going towards this Spanish frigate, I think is what it is in the, in the 1800s, 1893. Yep. In Texas. Yes. And it's in Galveston, which I guess in Texas. Yes. We're in Galveston, Texas in the late 1800s. And this ship is just back from Damascus, which uh, is in Syria, and I had to look that up because uh, I had a public school education for most of my <laughs> life. Um, and everyone on board is dead. Uh, we get a like real Dracula kind of thing where the ship pulls up and the entire crew is dead, with the exception of one person who's just kind of in the process of dying. Uh, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm almost there. And she was, of course, the last person to die because she was the original master of this genie. And... She, as she dies, the bracelet falls off her arm and has some magic twinkle dust that disappears. Um, it sparkles with a mystical aura. Okay, I can't recall if this is in the outing or not. I mean, oh. this opening is, but like, I don't remember all the dead bodies and, and oh, bracelets really? in this scene at all. No, oh, no I wow. just remember some guy walking around looking. Then he gets blood splattered on the wall, and then that's it. Right, yeah. There's some guy, probably, yeah, some, probably some like the guy customs the agent yeah. or something shows up at the dock, and he lasts about 10 seconds yep. before he becomes a big splash of goo on the wall or on a crate, I <laughs> we think. We got another boat carrying a genie lamp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, get the mop. <laughs> I, w- <laughs> it's, I assume that because the, the bracelet falls off, this stops the murders, but it would be a great scene if it just kept stacking bodies for eternity. <laughs> you just kept sending people in, and they just kept dying <laughs> until the boat was so stacked with corpses that it, it sinks. Yeah. It just can't handle the weight <laughs> of all the corpses that have walked on. Um, but, uh, yes, so a hand picks up a lantern, but not just any lantern. It's one that looks like... The version that everyone knows from Aladdin. Clearly a genie thing. So we cut to modern day, and that is to say 80s modern day, and three dirtbags are driving around in a dirtbag van. They're drinking, and they're listening to fake Bob Seger, and... And see, this this is one of the things that... This is my problem that I was saying. It's not the movie's problem, but mine. I hate dirtball, bully... uh, Breaking and entering thugs like this, like but they get their comeuppance. Oh, I know they do, but I just don't like them. It's 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 yeah yeah yeah. And and the thugs we'll get to a little later too. Same kind of thing like Night of the Demons two with Z Boy, where it's just like I just hate those dirtbag characters. But like I said, that's <laughs> that's on me, not the movie. Like okay, I just what? personally don't enjoy it when those jerks show up. Like I'm, I, I know understand. they get their comeuppance and everything, but I just don't enjoy the the dirtbag bullies yeah, in yeah. our movie trope very much and that's a personal thing in this case i'll get to it but i mean it's 
I mean, these not these guys, but the ones later, they're just the fact they're psychopaths. They're legitimate <laughs> psychopaths, and they get away with everything. Like nobody calls them on anything. It's like they probably could have murdered someone in that school. Oh yeah, and like Easy. worn their skin around for like three periods before be like, somebody would That's be like, "That's it, you're suspended <laughs> like, for a week." For a week, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, leave so. that tar severed face on the on the desk <laughs> on your way out. <laughs> I hate this school. <laughs> you guys are repressing my creativity. Um, so okay, <laughs> yes. So yes, so, we get three dirtbags go into a house because this guy delivers groceries, and she knows <laughs> that this woman is rich and has stuff. This is so uh, no. Well, yes, essentially, but I'm not the thing, wrong. but the thing that's irritating about it is that it's like okay, she's got stuff. She's got what looks like to me a non, you know, I'm probably smarter than any of these dirt bags, and to me it looks like fucking garbage. You know, it just looks like a house yeah. full of garbage. And these guys are like, yeah, she must have millions of dollars in stacks <laughs> stuck somewhere. Why would you assume that? Why would you assume that she doesn't a, have money in a bank? Because it's a big house full of stuff. <laughs> it's like, she's an old lady. She's been yeah. around for a while. Uh, Do they ever say any crap. kind of line like, I deliver her groceries and she always hands out the money from a box filled exactly. with cash. Like, they never say that. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. She always has cash and it's old. Whenever yeah. she hands it to me, it's like from whenever. Yep. You know, like, and so I know that she's got stuff that's been here since the 50s or whatever. Perfect. I would love that. I would be like, okay, now I understand why you're doing what you're doing. Uh, but no, there's no line like that. And it's just, it's just inexplicable that they would think so she had any So do we money. know how this lady got the lamp? Wait, was this the lady yes. from the beginning? No, she's no. the, she's the daughter. We see a picture of her on the boat. So when we're on oh, the boat, okay. there's a picture of the mother and the daughter. Oh, and, that picture. Oh, okay. And so the thing falls off. Uh, and then we see that same photo on her bureau, and so we realize that she is the child of the woman who was okay. the owner of the lamp before. Gotcha. And she became the new master of the lamp. What I don't understand, maybe she understood the rules better than this girl did, but she's now the master of the lamp, and nothing happened for 85 years, 100 years, did whatever. Did she get all her house and stuff from the genie? I don't know. I mean, she clearly put it in a trunk and hit it. Yeah, so yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I Is don't that, know. Maybe she's maybe she does know how to control the genie better. Does this? You watch the lamp version. Do they say like, does the genie grant wishes in this? Does, the genie, the genie is only bad. I okay, think, I yeah. think in this in this situation, it's the genie is only bad. It's kind of like they just bad. made a a genie, but didn't. He's not a real genie. Well, I mean, he's he's a real gin. Like gins are not like granting wishes; they're like monsters. I like gins that grant wishes. I mean, I would definitely prefer that. <laughs> I actually like have friends who are Muslim who are legitimately like through their childhood were afraid of gin. Like it was like a thing that was like that's the boogeyman to them. Huh. Like one hundred percent, it is like a cultural boogeyman. That is a that is okay. like I mean, it's a fucking terrifying concept just in general. It's like a demon. Okay, so the jinns don't grant wishes at all? 
But they live in layups like genies? Uh, I do, honestly, uh, no, that's above my pay grade, unfortunately. Okay. Sorry. I do not know if... It's the, above mine, too, because I'm a dum-dum-dum-dum. I don't dumb. know if the lamp has anything to do with actual history or anything like that. So so the djinn lives in lamps, though, right? This one does, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one does, so let's just stick to that. Okay. I, I will not so speak it's, on it's historical like like, precedent. So you could say, like, the djinn doesn't grant wishes, So, but if you're going to make a movie about... Right. Something coming out of a lamp. Sure. It should fucking grant wishes. I mean... Especially a dumb horror movie like this. It's not like you need to be historically accurate with these things. And that's that would be <laughs> another element that would be more fun about this. Mm-hmm. Would be that if the if there were wishes that were granted and then they went bad. Yep. Um, another element that would be more fun is if the person changed in some noticeable way. Or there were any explanation as to why she was possessed by the genie. Because that's not part of the thing, clearly, because she's the keeper of the lamp. It's supposed to be a whole different story. She's, regardless of anything else, she is the master of that genie in this story, too. The new girl? Yes. Okay. Like, when you have the thing, you are still considered the master of the genie. Okay. It's possible that this woman, the old lady, lived by herself because every time people came around her, they all got killed. (laughs) I mean, that would stand to reason. Uh, Okay, but... Either way, um, we got, they should, <laughs> I love this. They say that they can home invade this lady. Nobody's going to notice because she's too far out in the woods. Yeah. All this stuff. But then when they show up, they've got like bags for money. Like they're from a like 1920s. <laughs> like they're the bugle boys showing up. Yeah. Beagle boys showing up to steal stuff. Uh, great. Um, so they go in. This house is crazy looking. What a great set they chose. It's like plantation slash massive Victorian. Like it's a real mishmash of styles. It literally has, I think, five pillars that I saw. Like a lot of pillars. That's because she has money. Yeah. They know it. More money, more pillars, as as they say. (laughs) That's the the saying. (laughs) That's the old saying. Uh, But it winds up looking just like a mortuary, which is also a pretty awesome, you know, the version of that. So, okay. Uh, there's one lady in the gang, too. I don't know if we mentioned that because they're clearly feminists in this. Uh, uh, this not because she needs to show her boobs at some oh, point. Oh, obviously. She doesn't want to. No, she would got to go swimming. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to go swimming in the never cleaned pool yeah. of the hundred year old woman? Uh, yeah. So. They go in, they get scared by a parrot, and they walk through a bunch of, like, there's so many hippie beaded curtains. To it's, 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 it's also like they, they alternate between trying to be quiet and trying to make as much noise as humanly possible. Insane. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> another, another great B-movie yeah. <laughs> trope of just, like... Until eh. eventually they're just like, ah, fuck it. We just kind of <laughs> forgot what we were here yeah. for. Uh, they were like, oh, is she going to hear us? No way. She's sleeping, and she won't wake up because she's too old to hear or something. Yeah. And then it's just like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to kill her with an axe. Right. <laughs> Which, you know, seems like it's a... Ca- it's kind of like when you're playing San Andreas, and you have to do that mission where you have to sneak in and grab the boxes and sneak back out of the house, and you're just like, you murder everybody. <laughs> you care about this one old man who's sleeping, and you're afraid to wake him up? Like, what the hell? <laughs> Pop him, CJ. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, and and that's it. Like they're they have established this this thing where they're saying we're looking for stacks of cash. Yeah, was a thing that they said. 
and they proceed to fill these giant gunny sacks with, like, all with these garage sale garbage <laughs> yeah, exactly. that they will never like. It's number one, the most identifiable shit in the world that's going to be taken from what is going to be a murder scene. Yep. You don't know what it is. It's worthless. Like, you're not an antiques expert. You have no idea what no, you're doing. This is This is yeah. all a terrible, terrible plan. Um, if they were... If this was, like, a hippie thrill killer trope, like, one of those, like, we're all Mansonites yep. and we're just coming in here and it's like, that'll give us money to buy acid or whatever, and they do kill her and it's just because they're too crazy to not. Yep. Fine. But this doesn't feel like that. And also... Why are these guys friends? Nick. Like, the two in the back, so the, the couple is yeah, like... the guy and the girl. Yeah. There's the girl that looks like she's from the cover of Gator Bait. <laughs> and there's the dude that looks like he's from the fucking Blue Collar Comedy Tour. So they kind of fit together. But then the, the main gang leader looks like Travolta from uh, Staying Alive. Yeah, he's the cool guy. Everybody <laughs> wants to be with the cool guy. I guess so. He is the violent psychotic, but... When he does something violent and psychotic, they pretty much roll with it. Yeah. Like that. Because he's they a just, cool guy. Yeah. Oh, he must know what he's doing, cutting yep. the head off the old lady. Yeah. Um, so they, they of course, also have a crowbar, which uh, I don't know what use that is. <laughs> I mean, beating an old lady to death, I guess. And to find money. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, okay, so... Well, maybe they would use it on a safe, if she had a safe they found. That's yeah. true. They get really excited about some costume crap jewelry. <laughs> Looks like it's clearly paste stuff. Um, the director keeps cutting back to the old lady in bed snoring while it's all going on, and we notice that she's clearly an, a young lady. <laughs> yes. In old lady makeup, and I don't know why. Uh, my theory was, because she gets manhandled so much... But so much is one hit. And she, yeah, but she falls on the floor. She gets pushed back on the bed. Like that's well, that's my guess. Shoot that from a reverse angle with a stunt guy in yeah. a fucking wig. Either way, that's I just, don't. That's know. just my guess. We're like, that's we're, we're so not gonna, we're work. not gonna get an old lady and then throw her around the room. So we need. That's true. It is interesting though because, but it does some, take you out of it because it looks obnoxiously like a young true. Girl. I, it's funny that that you say that because it puts me more into it. Because if it had been an old lady, it would almost seem upsetting. True. You know what I mean? Like, you know you're in a shitty movie already. That could also and be a reason. And then see, you see a person in old age makeup, and you're like, okay, that's funny. And yep. then they get hit, and you're like, well, of course they got stage hit. You see an old lady get hit, and you're kind of like, oh. Nah, that's not fun. That's not fun. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you've I mean, taken, there's, there's you've a lot of reasons why of it's a young lady as an old one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it go. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. So, uh, do, 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 they finally get into the old lady's room because they haven't found anything that was worth anything. They filled their bags full of like <laughs> blenders and garbage and they're just like, I don't know, <laughs> maybe we could get 25 cents Can't for this Can't wait to spoon. go to the knickknack pawn shop and <laughs> trade this in. We're going to get a table at the local flea market. We're going to make $27. <laughs> this is going to be the best haul ever. I hope no police show up at the flea market. <laughs> Somebody buy these Slim Whitman records, please. <laughs> They're, they're really scratched, but <laughs> there's some sweet yodeling on them. Uh, so, uh, Staying Alive era Travolta smashes a giant hole in the wall exactly where the That didn't take long at all. Is. He's like, you won't tell us where it is. I'll find it myself. I know where oh, it is. Found it. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, jam. 
He's lucky. Again, we are talking about magical forces, so we can only assume that, again, this is a Tolkien kind of thing where we're, you know, the ring is calling to him, so the the lamp is like, hey, get me out of here. Hey, weirdo. Nah, he's a cool guy. Hey, weird Travolta. It's just like punching a jukebox to get and playing a song. He's just like, I'm a cool guy. I hit the wall once and boop, found the treasure. This is how the Fawns would do a yes. B&E. <laughs> this would hey, yep. be, <laughs> yeah, so oh, pretty good. Uh, okay, so she's wearing the magical bracelet from the intro. We see that. And eventually Travolta's so mad at her that he cuts her head off for legitimately no reason. Did you see? Oh, she doesn't cut her head off. He just buries the or, axe Yeah, sorry, he buries oh, okay. the axe. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I no, 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 no. Radically no, different. No, it is not radically okay, different. Cool, I'm cool. sorry. Yep. He he puts an axe he in her He puts the axe in her forehead. Yeah, yeah. Bunk. And it sticks out yes, of her forehead. And the double-edged axe sticks out of her forehead. Incredibly important Important plot later. point, actually. <laughs> uh, so they now that they've murdered the old lady, and it does not bother them at all, they start listening to the stereo, and somehow they get this 1920s radio to pick up some pop stuff, so... Well, maybe there's an AM pop station somewhere nearby. Who knows? Um, uh, they they just sit around dancing and drinking. They drink like vinegared wine that's yeah. in the basement. Fucks uh, them all up, so they want to go skinny dipping. <laughs> yep. And the other guy is just obsessed with the genie lamp he pulled out of the wall. Well, I mean, to be fair, it is unscrewing itself now. Like he yeah. can't. He couldn't get. He couldn't pry the jewel out. He couldn't get it out with anything. He's like, this thing yep. must be worth money. Um, and then, my question is like, what was he trying to get it out for, or just to get the jewel? He just wants the jewel the and lamp. Toss the oh, okay. Lamp. I was like, what are you? Po- I, I wasn't I, thinking that way when I was watching. I was like, what do you possibly think that you're gonna? Do you think money's gonna pour out when you open that? Like, what are you? What are you trying to get out of this lamp right now? Maybe you'd find out what frankincense or myrrh is. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> one of those two things is in there. I. But I, it's it's really classic like dumbass criminal behavior too to be like i'm gonna destroy this thing to get the one thing where clearly the piece like is worth the money there's like a silver frame on this monet i'll (laughs) just rip this shitty painting out of it and i'll (laughs) hawk this frame yeah you know like it's that kind of thing which is a trope for a reason because the number of times that people are like you know, we'll break into a store like mine. Like, we saw this downtown. Somebody, like, smashed a fucking $5,000 POS system to get $200 out of the register. And it's mm. like, dude, it was, there's a $500 <laughs> POS just sitting, or $5,000 POS just sitting right yep. there. Take that, dude. <laughs> but where are you going to sell that? Uh, I'd buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it was mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, I'll give you five hundred dollars for that. I really don't want to have to buy that again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's ugh, God, <laughs> it's too close to home. All right, okay. Uh, do do do. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, he's watching the jewel unscrew itself from the lamp, and the uh, the couple down there, they go for some muskrat loving down by the pool. <laughs> and uh, Gator Bait takes off her shirt, of course. Um, meanwhile, while they're playing around down there, Granny comes back from the dead because the lamp has been opened. She's got green eyes now. She has green eyes. Uh, There's nothing out there style. Yep, there's an axe in her head, but that does not stop her from grabbing fake Travolta by the back of the head and slamming him down on the axe that is in her head. Granny is spry. (laughs) She she sure is. She's durable. Uh, That was a great scene. I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
that's I do too. Definitely the best kill in the whole movie. It almost it almost makes the rest of the kills disappointing. Yeah. Because that was creative and weird. Uh but we get some we get what is a returning theme which is just kind of ghost stuff killing people here. Yeah. Cuz uh And we get half we get half fast kills in this. Like the guy in the swimming pool here, we see we see the little cartoon ghost tendrils come up. I thought that was pretty okay. And actually. then he just gets like ripped in half. Yeah, but we don't see it. We I just... mean, it would be so easy to just pull him underwater and just call it good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The fact that he was torn in but half. But I mean, this I is the pretty... first of two guys that get torn in half, and we don't see either tear. It's just like <laughs> that is true. It's just like this genie loves halving people, but it's like we can't see it. That is true. Um, and that second guy, come on, that that optical illusion of oh, him great. sitting there was amazing. Totally like, that great. Looks really yeah, good. No, I'll give it that. I just wanted to see it happen. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, okay, so um, let's see. Dude gets torn in half, and the girl gets um. What happens to her? She just, um, she. Oh, she gets. Oh, she runs into the oh house. Oh my god! Yeah, we get this, the naked run. We get her flopping all around, running through yep. the whole house in a way that looks incredibly painful. <laughs> uh, she sees all the dead bodies on the way. She's like, "Oh, look! Oh, ooh, ee. and uh, a magical force picks her up by the neck and ghost strangles her. Then the lights go out. Cut to cops and ambulances the next day, taking away the corpses. It but is time for a nap. <laughs> now we get uh, a very, 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 very low rent Crockett and Tubbs. Yeah. Like this dude is, for some reason, they chose to dress him in like a light colored sport jacket with no tie. I just kind of almost feel like shoes. This... <laughs> it's maybe a joke. And it's the only time we're ever going to see him in this whole movie. I almost feel like the scene could have just been axed completely. Oh. And just like, fuck this. Just go to the museum. Have the people be like, we just got the shipment in from a, bo- a house set. Yeah. The- you know, old lady died. We just got a bunch of shit. That's all we need. We don't need any of this. I'm fascinated Especially since the cops don't cops. come back. Like, I want to know. I mean, th- it's like they were investors or like it's like the producer or something or some friend. I do not know why they are there or what their mm-hmm. purpose is. The whole scene is un- unnecessary. It, yeah. It's just part of the drag in this movie. But what happens, uh, there are a couple of things that they do. They could have just done it elsewhere, but this is the beginning of uh, red eye, red vision through the yep. jewel from inside the, the lamp, which I really like. Oh, it's cool. But that could have been started it when they been, yeah. first did the shoot picture exactly. what happens then. Yeah. Yep, yep. None of this needs to happen. Yep, they have a pointless conversation about sandwiches. So pointless. Yeah, and then, yeah, it's just, it's weird, but whatever. Okay, so we go to the museum, uh, and we don't really, they don't, there's no establishing shot. Like, that that could have been cut, and an establishing shot of this natural history museum. Yeah. So we wouldn't be like, are we in a police impound locker? Are we, where are we? We saw cops, and then we saw evidence from a, from a killing, why would we assume we're in a fucking yeah. museum? I would assume this is a, like an impound thing, but it's not. They just went, oh, I think we can get a couple bucks for this for the uh, the cop picnic coming up next week. So uh, Throw a bunch of shit in an egg box and let's go. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, but yeah, so they're taking photos of the, this is pretty cool. Uh, the little scene of them taking photos of yeah. the lamp on a little little uh, lazy season. I need one of those to take pictures of my tape for Instagram. I was just thinking about how cool that was, yeah. and I was like, maybe I need that kind of setup for <laughs> for like product stuff. I just started selling on whatnot. That's a great way to do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> How's that going? It's 
honestly a fucking blast. Oh, cool. That's so weird. I was so anti this you thing. You have to like be on video, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we literally have uh, we have a person who she's just doing the she's doing the front and I'm just running the computer and she's like of an energy level that is dangerous, but it's fine. <laughs> as long as she's contained, it's okay. Man, it is. She is intense. Yeah, <laughs> she's great. Is a friend of yours, or yeah, she's just somebody okay. that we knew, and she uh, she does Joe Schmalky's uh, stuff for his comic stuff. Oh, so gotcha. she was like, "You need me to do this," and I was like, uh, "I don't think so." She was like, "No, you're doing this," and she basically like kicked the door in and was like, "I'm gonna do this thing for you." It's <laughs> like, okay, please don't hurt me. So yes, check us out on whatnot, Coast City Comics. Yeah, follow uh, follow Coast City Comics on Instagram to find out uh, when the whatnots. Uh, yeah, going sure. Down. Do that stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, so this is really strange. <laughs> we get a fake old man with a fake Caribbean accent. I think it's a Caribbean accent. I'm. Uh, <laughs> it's just a weird accent, and a bland guy in a coat taking photos of a lamp. In the middle of this scene that seems like nothing's going on, a, a woman dressed as a child, dressed as, like, Little Debbie or Holly Hobby, <laughs> walks in. She is dressed insane through this whole movie. She looks like she's wearing jumpers made for toddlers. Everything she wears... Are talking about a lead character? Yes. Okay. Are, like, she... <laughs> like, she looks like she's wearing, like footy pajamas in the rest of the movie. She's got, like, light blue jeans with, like, flowers on them, and, like, oh, her outfits so, are terrible. So this is funny. So my whole time watching this, I just could not place where I had seen this woman before. Mm-hmm. And so I looked it up, and this is her only movie. Yes. And then it fucking clicked. She looks just like the girl in Heavy Metal Parking Lot who says she jumped oh Rob Halford's bones. Oh, What if she is? She looks just like. Is it. it possible that that's her? I nobody said it on. Cause I looked up the the bones clip on oh YouTube. Oh my god! Dead ringer. Please tell me that that's her. I don't know for sure, but man, she looks just like her. She doesn't totally sound like her in the in the heavy metal parking lot compared I mean, to this. But then again, she, she isn't could drunk be, the whole time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Holy, Holy shit! She looks just like her. Yeah. Thank you, because. <laughs> This whole time, I was just like, "Who is this? Who is this?" Yeah, I know, I know this. Person. And that's the thing, I was, I was flabbergasted when I saw that she she'd has only such been in this. A distinctive and it was like, face. Yeah, it's I like, think I, that's, I think it's her. Oh my god! I jump his bones. I jump his bones. <laughs> Damn! You fucked up. Half and half. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, that would be that would be the that would be the breakthrough discovery yeah. of the millennium as far as I'm concerned. But I just it, feel somebody would have put it together by now if it were if true. If you could track but, that information yep. down and prove it, maybe we just need to send a message to her somehow and be yeah. like, is that you? Nah. Please tell me it's you. Uh, okay. Let's see. She's like, half and half. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, okay, so this this woman who is clearly like 25, 30 years old. She's in high something school. In this scene, <laughs> they dress her up very much like a child to make her look younger. And and they just, they chose the craziest Holly Hobby outfit they possibly yeah. could. Uh, and she throws an unwarranted fit in front of a co-worker of her father's. Bro, she wishes her dad would die in over like f- barely over- anything. 
And I was like, in this scene, because again, we're not introduced to, we honestly, an establishing shot would have fixed this for me a little mm-hmm. bit, but it, it felt like she was saying, oh, you care about this museum and all this stuff. And it's like a passion project and like, it's a failing museum. And it's like, yeah. they've got like pictures of logs and nothing else. And you're like, oh, well, you know, nobody's going to fucking come to your pictures of logs exhibit. <laughs> and then we fucking pan out later on, you it's know, like, Whoa. wait, this is a natural history museum. You have fucking suits. Dinosaurs. From the, you've got <laughs> dinosaur skeletons and yeah. astronaut suits. Like, <laughs> this is not like some little piddly fucking place. Yep. So whatever. She has a blow up uh, and then they make up and they go to dinner, leaving the fake old guy behind to awkwardly smoke his pipe, which definitely this was the first time he'd ever had a pipe. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He looks so awkward with this. I love him to death, but he (laughs) looks so awkward with that pipe. Uh, So before she leaves, she rummages through a big pile of old stuff and she winds up with the bracelet stuck on her hand. And she's like, wow, super possibly rare antiques i think i'll just put this on your dad runs a massive natural history museum come on you gotta know that you don't just put on ancient artifacts thank you this is this would be probably that goes for you too lady later on lady later on putting on the asia exhibit there who like puts on like probably a half million dollars worth of like tibetan fucking outfit yeah come on lady damn my man's gonna think i'm hot (laughs) <laughs> yeah because if that really is if that's real it's probably made out of 24 karat gold yeah. so you know fucking kids fucking kids <laughs> i never did those kind of things <laughs> i did worse <laughs> I did so much i would have been so much worse in these situations oh yeah i love to criticize this stuff as an yeah. adult but i was such a fucking moron as a teenager uh, I'm right there with you oh my god i was the worst <laughs> I literally remember a moment when dumb fucking, like, me and some dumbass fucking friends vandalized something in the middle of the night. We were, like, out skateboarding and, you yeah. know, being dickheads. We, like, kicked over a park bench or something, like assholes. And a cop pulls up and he's like, hey, we saw that something, We, what are you guys out doing? And one of the kids that was with us was like, why, did you see some, like, vandalism or something? Did somebody do anything <laughs> The cop was like, no? Okay. <laughs> you can go. We're like, thanks. God fucking Dan, you're such an idiot. <laughs> uh, yep. Bad children. Bad, bad children. Okay. So, next morning, she has that thing stuck on her. She's just taking it. She's just, she doesn't tell her dad or anything. She's going to she, live with it now permanently because she can't decided, get it off. She just decided She's like, to, okay. This is this my is life. My fate. This is my life. I'm now. bracelet Betty. <laughs> just, it's fine. Uh, dear, are you going to come to the exhibit of the poisoned <laughs> poison jewelry? <soon? laughs> uh, the what? Um, the what now? Okay, so uh, all right. Cut to a kid throwing papers to the morning cue zoo theme song. Uh, turns out uh, this this kid was just a transition device to get us out of the museum and we, into the house with the dad We stayed on daughter. that transition device for, for several houses. <laughs> Why could that be? Could it be that it was their kid that was the producer and the cast and director's kid? Here's, Why, yes, it was. Here's another scene where I just feel could be like... like the morning... The, the morning breakfast of the house is so stupid and boring and not funny. It was stupid, boring, and not funny, and also 
this guy is the curator of a massive museum, and he lives in a shithole. Yeah. Like, this guy would not live in this place. <laughs> like, it's it's not the house of the curator of the natu- National <laughs> History Museum, you know? It's not going to be that. And he's a bumbling fool. He's just like... I mean, this is the nutty professor trope. Yeah. This is the like, oh, he's just too smart, so he can't think. Yep. He, you know, he can't make toast. Oh, but he can, I can only you know. research ancient artifacts, but I burn the toast every morning. <laughs> burp, burp, burp. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they have a uh, they have a toaster that throws the toast out of yeah. the toaster. I think we used that's to a ha- safety device. It, <laughs> it throws the bread if it catches on fire. Yeah, so that it lands <laughs> <laughs> safely in your newspapers. Yes. Uh, yeah. Good call. <laughs> He's making cappuccino, so we know he's kind of fancy, even though clearly he's in, like, a real... Yeah, but he forgot to put coffee in it. Whoops. <laughs> so stupid. He's late for work, too. Here's oh, a glass no. of hot water that you spill. <laughs> yep. He leaves He leaves the flaming piece of toast on the ground and goes and gets changed, so <laughs> his daughter is left to put out the fire, and she's like, oh, Dad. <laughs> Every morning. <laughs> yeah, he tries to stomp it out with his bare feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, a little much. Ugh. It's also weird because he's also like dressed in like a Dickensian like f- head to toe like he looks like Scrooge. He's got like a night dress that yeah. you wouldn't see outside of England in the eighteen in the sixteen hundreds. But whatever, it's fine. Doesn't matter. Uh, so some preppy dude shows up. Uh, and, boyfriend. <laughs> yes, and he picks up Alice, Alex in his sweet Volkswagen Cabriolet. Yeah, another I love those cars. another Cabriolet showing up. I mean, you know, it's the eighties if a preppy in a Cabriolet shows oh, up. Oh yeah, that was that is the prep. Like, it's also a good match. Like that's that's just good. That's just good scene setting to have your preppy in a cabriolet because those two things go together they do uh and you also know that he's super cool because he's got croquis on his glasses so again what's croquis those like that was the brand name of that rope that held your sunglasses oh, okay. over your I neck i didn't know that okay uh that was a thing back then oh yeah. i know it was a thing i just it didn't was know. like they had a copyright on croquis <laughs> they're called croquis i think the brand was croquis uh, I'm. Did they ever? Oh man, you could put those on Oakleys, and you'd have Croakleys. Croakleys. Croakleys, brah. Brah. Except I never wear Oakleys. Wow. Whatever happened to that brand? They just never. They never changed. Yeah, they were just it's like, like let's just get douchier. <laughs> like everybody else is like, okay, this was a bad idea. Let's move on to something else. And Oakleys is like, nope, doubling down. Dude, put we're these gonna- put these on and make a video sitting in your front seat of your car. <laughs> make them worse and worse. <laughs> Advertise to the people that nobody wants to. Nobody wants to be around. Perfect. They're they're, they're great for for doing hot takes. <laughs> yes, hottest takes. Uh, let's see. You know when I ran when I ran the surf shop in uh, in Old Orchard, uh, we had a display case because the the place that we were part Beach. of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had an Oakley's case. Yep. And it had vintage high-end Oakleys. They were, like, retailed for, like, $400. Damn. So that was crazy. And I bet they're actually probably worth even more. I never even thought about it, that they were, that being vintage Oakleys, I bet there are collectors who pay insane money oh, yeah. for those. Sunglass collectors Don't are, know why that never occurred to me. I was too excited about the fact that I was selling skateboards on the yeah. beach and renting out surfboards. Yeah, well. What happened it? to that place? Uh, it's now storage for uh, beach chairs. No. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, it closed down. When we decided not to keep going, yep. uh, nobody wanted to keep going. Gotcha. And, uh, and yeah, now it's literally, I drove past the other day and it was literally full of beach chairs. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, wow, you couldn't even rent it out to anything. She kept, the, the, the old landlord kept threatening that she was going to sell it to a Dunkin' Donuts. She's like, oh, you guys better be careful. Dunkin' Donuts is going to come in here. And we're going to, and we're like, you couldn't. No. legally put a Dunkin' Donuts in here. We barely have running water. There's no way in <laughs> there's no way in hell. This is a garage. <laughs> you can have a surf shop and literally nothing else. And it's main so the surf shop can only operate for three months. Yep. <laughs> so stupid. It was also really pretty stupid to run a surf shop, period. Uh anyway. Anyways. Anyway, in in, in non surf shop related news. What's going on in Genie World? Uh, so these two are in the car, and they're being cute and cuddling. And then, oh my god, vehicular homicide thugs show up yeah, from behind them. Her ex-boyfriend just, like, rams dude's car, or pretends to ram dude's sure, car. Sure, sure, but... Just just buy it. Yeah, yeah, and just, just <laughs> accept it. It looks good enough. It looks. Yeah. It looks. I love how he just pulls up close and they play a sound effect, like, <laughs> and the guy, and the guy behind him, like, puts on his brakes a little bit, so it makes yeah, it look yeah. like it. Yeah, I, they fake it. Honestly, it's, it's fun. for no money. Yeah, I thought fun. it looked great. It does. I, it I, does. I was impressed by their uh, their creativity in but, that situation. But yeah, here's here's the thing. Like, here's another dirtbag <clears throat> character. I hate. Like, I hate these kind of people. Okay, these guys. But it's like, but this, yeah. but this just takes it to a new level. Like you said, vehicular homicide coming through. Like, We've this isn't never, just your average punker. You've never seen anything like this before. No. Like, this is this is guy. Like, how are you not in jail? Yeah. <laughs> every and then single he even time. gets busted by the cop here, and it's like he's right back at school. It's like, okay, so you tried to murder two people with your car. A cop saw you screech out into traffic after that. Like, they, the cop doesn't even take a statement from them, from the, the two people that he yeah. was ramming. Uh, it's like, if nothing else... Like, the dude with the car should probably Wouldn't mention... Wouldn't if he had stopped and be like, this guy just kept ramming my car? Like, you know, if he wants insurance money, he has yeah. to say that, number one. And number two, he could probably get a pretty decent settlement out of the fact that he was attacked uh, by yeah. him. Like, that's a nice but civil case. But what does case. he do? No, he just goes to school. Finger, like, flips him the bird. Yeah. Ah, See I ya. win! Uh, I've... <laughs> Well, yeah, except that your car's got a smashed-in bumper, and if he actually got hit, well, <laughs> I'm playing along with the yeah, <laughs> with the presumed rules of the movie. Uh, okay, it's so unrealistic, though. It's Who wouldn't so... get out and be like, "My car"? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't and, care at all. And this is like, so the the person is apparently Alex's ex-boyfriend from six months ago she broke up with him six months ago so um, are we to assume that this has been going on every day for six months we have to that's preposterous this has to be like at the lowest ebb like this is probably him backing off because he has (laughs) we will as we will see later on in this film he commits multiple felonious assaults in front of teachers yeah he just punches her in the the face later principal he does he does yeah in front of like he threatens to murder the principal in front of two police officers after calling after after dropping an racial, M-bomb yeah on exactly him. throws a fucking racial slur at him says he will murder him and the cops are like <laughs> you go sit outside on the sidewalk and watch everybody go on their field trip <laughs> fuck you 
let's just get you out onto the sidewalk next to the people that you were just trying to stab. Yeah. He pulled out a knife and tried to murder a teacher with a knife and they just put him on the bench in front of the school and they're like, all right, don't, we sit don't here want and to think about what you did. Think about what you've done. Uh, if you kill somebody, we're going to have a stern talk. Yeah. Uh, and it's yeah. not going to be my fault. <laughs> no, of course not. But yeah, okay. So, so a few minutes later, they've let the murderous monster off the hook, and he shows up at high school. This is where he fucking tries to murder his ex-girlfriend in front of the 20 witnesses. Uh, Like, everybody just kind of laughs. Like, they see her slammed up against a locker by this insane person, and they're just like, ah, it's this crazy guy. Oh, he's at it again. Because again, this six months. This must have been going on this whole time. He pulls a (laughs) knife on an unarmed kid. He assaults a teacher. But then it's funny because the teacher beats his ass, but it's like, come on, man, no. Somebody could have died. Easy here. Very easily. (sighs) Yep. Uh, yep, he commits the hate crime, threatens to kill a bunch of people, uh, you know, and then just <laughs> so funny. Oh, God. Okay, so cut to the lady who ki- who beat the kid up, and she's revealed to be a teacher in class. Cool, I bet this scene will be really interesting. That's true. Uh, I bet that it'll drag on because she's married to the person who produced the movie, or directed it. Oh, really? <laughs> and is also the casting director for the film. I will say, though... Everything's falling into place. It sure is. I will say, however, I like her a lot. Like, I think she's great in this movie. Oh, she is fine. I think But, I mean, this scene is boring. Oh, oh, absolutely. I was actually kind of impressed with the fact that it was actual historical, uh, like, correct historical stuff about Vlad the Impaler. I was like, oh, hey, that actually did happen. Good job. (laughs) He's like, oh, yeah. You read a book, movie. Nice. (laughs) You you looked at the world world book encyclopedia entry on uh, Vlad the Impaler. Good job. Uh, okay, so let's see. Oh, and so it's like essentially the setup here is where she says, you know, and so you see where the Dracula myth is based on the the real horror of Vlad the Impaler. Mm-hmm. And does anyone have any other comparisons? And Alex raises her hand and she's like I don't, but is there a real genie and lamp thing like from Aladdin, like the I Disney just, I just thing? want the teacher to walk up slowly, pause, and hit her. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Exactly. Me? Are you? Get out of my class. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get out. What the fuck, Alex? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the historical basis of Smurfs? Yeah. <laughs> What's a non sequitur? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> was Bambi a real person? <laughs> but uh, but the teacher rolls with it. She just, does. And just starts <laughs> talking about <laughs> talking about gins, and it doesn't tell. Like here's where. Yeah, it yeah. should set up something. It should. It should tell you the rules of the genie and stuff like that. So when you find him, you like. You know, but they don't. What's yeah. what? Any the gin's evil. Of... Oh, what's it look like? <laughs> the things are vague. Some things. Are, some say it looks like a man. Some an animal. Cool. It's not gonna look like it either. So fuck. Up. Why is this scene here? <laughs> some say it looks like manimal. Yeah. 
Fridays at 9 on NBC. And it turns into a car. <laughs> it's it's <a> Turbo Teen. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's Turbo Teen Minimal. You know, if this, if this genie could turn into a car, it would be way cooler. <laughs> uh, I think that would be awesome. <laughs> Honestly, anything, anything. It fun turns and into ridiculous. it turns into Brent's Cabriolet there, and it shows, it shows. It's like, oh, it's just, it's just my boyfriend. Oh, wait a minute, why would he be driving in the museum? <laughs> the Cabriolet follows. He drives them through the museum exactly. I mean, it would probably be easier than hauling that giant rubber monster around. Yeah, it's so funny because for what they did, it it feels like these people did not know what they were doing when they made this movie like as far as like really well in this particular <laughs> instance like just like a producer would have said you don't need a 10 foot tall genie yeah no one is anywhere near it no one ever touches it it doesn't touch anyone it could be 10 inches tall and you can use the camera <laughs> to make it look big it's always covered in fucking smoke yeah. always Always. Just, <laughs> why did you make it so big? You made your lives so difficult yeah. by doing this. I wonder where this genie is now. Oh, God. I don't know. I, wonder if any, I mean, it would probably be disintegrating at this yeah, point. Yeah, unfortunately, it's probably, it was probably made out of foam latex, yep. and that has like an 11, I think, 11-year 11 half-life, unfortunately. Yeah. Unless somebody sent it away to that uh, to that company that restores foam latex, that dude, uh, that would be cool if somebody had a fully restored. Because it does look cool. Lamp. It would. I mean, it's a cool looking monster. It looks like the. Uh, it looks a lot like the the the, the gate. Looks yes. like the gate monster. <clears throat> Except that the gate knew to make a little guy, and just <laughs> what. They built that thing. That was 150 feet tall. Oh, bro. damn. That <laughs> is that why that movie cost a half billion dollars? <laughs> yes. That <laughs> ah, makes perfect sense now. Although, I mean, saying that, the gate had those people in full-size suits trying to look like they were stop-motion animation that was way cheaper. They nailed it. I mean, they nailed it. I love it. I, it's the best. It's the <laughs> fucking best. I'm so glad they did it that way. But Let's cover the gate. Oh, Again. too late. <laughs> Let's cover the gate three when they finally make it. God, I hope somebody does. But okay. So you think it, you think it would be spelt the gate with a three for the letter E in I the logo? Fucking hope so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, also not to mention the fact that the the two guys who should probably be in a supermax prison by now. They are literally out there on the They're curb. They're just watching the kids go on their field trip. Planning revenge. Yeah. That, that, is, that is their whole deal. Uh, so Alex's dad is now uh, hosting her class in, a, in the museum, and he... I, this was just a, just a scene to have him slip away to get with the teacher. Turns out that he's dating the teacher, blah, blah, blah. And that that's that's part of so, the story. So here's 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 the thing. Like as I was saying, though, I, I hate I hate the fact that they're being stalked by these psychos. Yes, this is this is a Z boy thing to me. All yeah, over yeah, again. And I just hate that. Like I just want these kids to have a good time. Like I mean, I know they're gonna get killed by a genie, but like I just want that to be the big bad. I don't I don't want these normal jerk big bads in the mix. So that's and, where I'm saying like that's on me, not the movie. Like that I hate. Sure, that I like it. but also I feel like uh, as far as like. 
agreeing with you on that point, I think that they were misused. Yeah. I, I mean, aside from the fact that there did not need to be a sexual assault in this fucking God, movie. God, no. No. The, absolutely no, no. Bad movie. Bad. No excuse for that. But again, they they didn't even kill anybody. No. So it's just like, why the fuck would they even have to be there? I mean, Why the, couldn't the kids have just been stalked? They don't need to be there. These characters don't need to be in no, this movie. There's no, there's no point. <clears throat> yeah. No. Uh, no. No. <clears throat> Unless they were going to have a big character arc where they save the day. <laughs> like, that, that would be acceptable. But that would be at least something. Yeah, yeah. But they don't. They're just there to die. There could have been two extra friends kicking around. Like, yep. they're just unnecessary, I feel. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, so, when uh, when Alex had her fit earlier about her dad and the dumb museum thing. I hope you die. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Uh, she's she's finally over that whole thing, and now they're they're best buddies, and uh, sh- but she gets called away from the group by the bracelet to go play with the lamp. It's calling to her. It's it's making little sparklies. She can't resist. And she so wants those green eyes. She finds the lamp and rubs it. The jewel starts coming out, and she almost releases the genie. But then the opera singing security guy shows up. So, funny about this thing. This is the second movie in a row we've done where somebody has gone, Figaro, 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 Figaro. Fuck yeah. Except this guy actually knew the opera. Yeah. (laughs) This guy actually knew all of the lyrics and was an opera singer. So that's a different story. Do you think he was written to be an opera singer? Or he's just... No chance in hell. Okay, he's just like, what, what else do you do? I, I, I sing opera. Fucking let's use that. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's great. It also and makes him the most inept security guard because, like, it gives anybody that's breaking in there ample time to hide because they can <laughs> hear him coming from a mile away. <laughs> but, I mean, that's, that's kind of the deal is that you never actually expect anyone to be there. Mm-hmm. You've done this for years and years. Yeah. And also... You have someone else upstairs who's watching security cams. And you don't assume that he's been all the time because he's fat. Not candy bars. He eats juji fruits. Oh, okay. Those because that's the joke at the end is that those horrible, undigestible, tooth breaking, monstrous candies kill him in the end. That he was killed by a box of juji fruits. Which I was like, that's pretty funny. I kind of like that. I miss that joke. It's a bad... It's, it's. I don't know if it was in my version. A terrible, insensitive, fat joke, but it's also... Yeah. It was also kind of funny that it was Juji Fruits, of all the things, because if anyone has ever bought those at the movie, it's like, ugh, what the fuck is this I thing? I like them. Really? They're hard to eat, though. Don't they have, like... Uh, they stick to your teeth. Don't they have, like, black licorice in them, too? I don't think so. Not the... I mean... Maybe a different... I, oh, actually, I think there might have been black juji fruits. Yeah, then there was a red and black yeah. ones. Then there was a fruity... Man, I want some juji fruits. <laughs> I don't know if they still make them. I can't imagine. I'm Maybe they do. And then there was, like, the version of them that were, like, little uh, little pellets. Jujubees. I don't remember those. Yeah. You made that up. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have a fake degree in candy <laughs> history. I'm sorry. Don't say it's not real. So, where are we at? Um, oh, okay. Um, the kids finally decide that they're going to stay at the museum overnight. Um, Which sounds stupid, but it doesn't when you're a teenager. No, and you want somewhere to doesn't. drink. It's just like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it seems like it would be awesome. <clears throat> uh, so, they're, 
But I'm, when they do stay in the museum, they just stay in the basement. I mean, like, that sucks. Yeah, it does suck. <laughs> it's it's too bad. Like, uh, remember like hide and go shriek where they were like, let's go play throughout the whole furniture store now because we're hanging out here. Right. These guys are just like, let's stay in the storage closet. I'm, I'm sure. Th- <laughs> again, I'm sure that like everything else in this movie, it was a budgetary concern yeah. where they had a X amount of time with the Natural History Museum and they were. Excuse me, just doing what they could. Okay, let's see. Okay, so she's first off saying, you can't do it. They've got security cameras, blah, 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 blah. But then she becomes possessed by the lamp. And she's like, we can totally do this. We could totally do this. Now, what would have been interesting if this was if this was doing this thing, it basically does a trope that, Every 80s horror movie with like a magical, you know, succubus or whatever it is, takes over the person like your your Hello Mary Lou prom night two kind of thing where it's like, I'm a plain Jane. They set her up to, you know, she dressed like Holly Hobby, all this shit. It's like, all right, now she's going to show up at this fucking party and she's going to have like fucking black leather pants on and like a halter top. That, and that would have worked for more. And like Me, black it, fingernails and like whatever. Yeah. And everybody's like, you've really changed. I have an asshole. I just let my hair down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and But instead she just snaps at people and it's very. It's confusing. You're making it, a genre movie. It doesn't. It, it's don't also, be subtle. It's also hard too because I don't understand exactly how the possession works because it leaves her. But also, she seems... It's only for this seem, one she seems scene. Like, okay, she seems like the normal character still. So it's like, is she just like half-possessed? Like, is it... Is, half is, and is half. Is it kind of... Half and half. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Pulled it together. Call back. Like, call uh, back. So, like, yeah, is a, is, a, is a GD just, like, kind of influencing her? Or is it, like, full-on taking control of her? It's very It's very confusing. hard to tell. Yeah. And and especially, again, I, I said it before, but she is the keeper of the lamp, which makes her... But then when the, the genie leaves her later on in the genie. movie, too, she's like, how did I get here? She doesn't even remember being in the in the museum later on. Yeah, yeah. Which tells me the genie was driving the car the whole time, but she acts just like herself the whole time. So how would the genie know how she acts or know all the names of her friends or know... Like, it just... It's a bunch of things that don't He's make magic. sense. He's magic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's magic. Yeah. Oh, oh, but but she does occasionally have green eyes, and we don't really... There's, like, no, there's no reason. But she once she gets the green eyes, she's like, I know a way that we can do this. And she's figured out a whole plan to get them on, get them inside. Um, so our serial killer versions of Bulk and Skull are in the museum, and they have... <laughs> I thought that too. They have cracked the security pretty deftly by deciding they can hide behind a bookcase. Right? <laughs> it's like a counter. It's I'm just like let's just hide behind the snack bar. Like the rest of them are like, I don't know how we're ever gonna get in there. There's no way. Every inch of this place is covered by security cameras. These and, guys are like, oh, we're just not gonna leave. And he's like, I looked at the security cameras. If you hide behind this bookcase, no one will ever find you. Like, <laughs> sure. Okay. I mean, granted, he probably is a master criminal or something. I mean, he's everything else. He's every other negative thing a human being can be. Yes. So. He also manages to be the most ripped, cut, fat guy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he somehow projects overweight dude and looks fucking insanely built. I do not know how. 
I got to figure that out. That's a thing that I need. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, the uh, museum curator and his fake old friend talk about the warnings on the lamp. They figure out the connection to the old lady who died. Uh, and I don't think this walk and talk was in your version because in the uh, because it was announced by a like frame skip. And I think that they found this footage. And you can tell yeah. when there's a frame skip, it usually indicates okay, yeah, that they have this. weird stuff. So they do a walk and talk where they just basically... I can see why they'd cut it. They'd tell us the exact same shit we already knew. Gotcha. So, uh, this movie has a boring scene. Weird. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, so, dad and teacher go off and almost get impaled by a falling mammoth tusk? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, and then the djinn invisibly evil deads through the museum until he gets to the... Uh, fake Caribbean guy's office and lifts him off the ground and explodes him under some pretty cool lighting. His papers catch fire <laughs> for some reason that might be significant. Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, Alex stays behind while all the other kids get on the bus. Her eyes are green again. She's evil. Uh, again, this is the last time she's evil? I think. I think she's just like... No, she's, she's no because evil. she lets everybody in. It's not till all her friends are there in the basement and that then, she gets the yeah. guy leaves. Yeah, it's it's really wonky. It's real wonky. It's not fleshed out. Yeah, opera singing security guard watch marches around and sings. I, I just love it. I love I, I love I like low him. budget shit that is just like we have this. Use it. Use it. It's quirky. Always I love it. always yep. use it, and that's just what makes low budget movies so fucking awesome. Uh, so. Uh, uh, Alex sends the security guy in the booth away and says that, hey, my dad wants to see you downstairs. He told me to watch these monitors because I'm totally qualified. <laughs> she is like, that doesn't sound like a thing your dad would say, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. And so uh, he leaves and she buzzes them in. They sneak in the back door and they're all loaded up with sleeping bags and so much shit. <laughs> They've got big bags of chips and, and beer. beer and shit. Don't forget the beer. <laughs> Don't forget the beer. Uh, luckily, they always know where the guard is because he's singing at the top of his lungs. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yep, they go to the basement where there's no cameras, and they lock themselves in, and as soon as the door closes, we see the possession end in Alex. And, that's, she's, and like, she's like, how did I even get here? Which... Like, would she just shrugs off? Like, dude, could you imagine if you woke up no. in, in a strange building with all your friends and you had no idea how you got there and you were just like, how the, oh, I would well. be like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Get me to a CAT scan machine right yeah, yeah. now. I think I just had a stroke. Yeah. Like, that's fucking crazy. She's like, huh? No, maybe I'll remember later. Nah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the frivolousness of youth. Uh, so, security guard goes to check on uh, Dr. Wallace, found out his name by now, uh, who is the fake Caribbean guy, and he finds his bloody corpse when it drops on him from and, above. And I guess the fire went out. And I guess the fire went out, yeah, yeah. Um, so, he's like, oh shit, I gotta go tell somebody, but before he can, a giant African spear raises up from some display and pins him to the display case. It's cool. It's a great shot. Yep. That is like one of the best shots in the movie. 
Um, so the basement teens are eating chips, drinking beer, and then one of the girls gets beer all over her for important so reasons. So dumb. This is... It's kind of like, this is what happens when like somebody like pranks you. and they it, If we showed a teen shaking the beer first right. before giving it to her, this would have worked fine. But she was just like, can sure. I have a beer? It's like, here. <laughs> yep. Okay, so this too, but also just in general. Like, I have been in this situation at a party before. Everyone's drunk. You get beer spilled on you. You just roll with it. You just fucking roll with it, man. Yeah. Come on. Like, oh my gosh, you're I need to find to, a bath. You're about to get fucking naked, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but even more than this, wouldn't this whole thing have worked better if they were just like, we're going to go couple up? I think it's time that we go someplace. Uh, is there any place we can go? Oh, they've taken all the rooms. You know what? There's a room back there with a shower. Yeah. Oh, a shower. Excellent. Yep. So the two of them go, Boom. and they take a fucking shower together. Yep. And then they get killed. They both get killed by snakes. That guy's snake death then gets delayed, and he gets cut in half. And so the two of them getting killed by snakes is not the same death. And then they're, like, laying over each other naked and covered in blood. Yeah, you just made it way better. It would be so much better. It would make more sense, and it would just be better. Oh, well. Okay. Um... So everybody else does split off and uh, our sociopaths have found some African tribal masks and they (laughs) and, you know, like you do when you're a teenager who's out for mischief, they hear uh, one of the hot girls taking a shower and they're like, oh, let's go look for something more interesting, (laughs) which I thought was one of the weirdest moments of the movie. Uh, Yeah. We find out that they're, like, clearly sexual predators in addition to being, like, sociopathic murderers. So why would they ignore that? Yeah. Nope. Yep. So good. Um, Uh, This movie is not smart. Uh, And I also like how, how this movie is, again, like, vicious and gross in those kind of ways. And we watched an interview at the end of this thing after watching the movie because there was time before we went to sleep and uh everyone was like and they made a real family atmosphere between (laughs) i was like was that uh when the doing the horrifying rape scene was that the the (laughs) fucking family family friendly thing that you're talking about my brother was was a cutout whoa (laughs) jiminy uh I do kind of like the reason that they have the masks, though, for the deaths. Oh, yeah. That that made it worthwhile. Um, so they push a box in front of a door blocking one of the couples who's making it blocks, out. It blocks Alex and uh, what's-his-nuts in there. Yeah. Cabernet yeah. boy. Yeah. I, I, that probably is significant for some reason, but I didn't quite catch what it does for the plot. It stalls them near the end. I guess. Yeah, it does. It's not like a. It's not a significant thing. No, they get out easy enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Evidently, uh, Bath Girl's boyfriend was cut in half in a scene that we didn't see. Yeah. We basically just cut back to him, and he was cut in half. Um, and then, uh, this is the this is the specimen room, which I forgot to mention. Yep. There's a bunch of like there's a bunch of preserved snakes and things in jars on shelves. And uh, they start coming to life, and snakes start pouring out of the jars. I, I say that. We only see one snake come out of the jar. But yeah. later on, we will see that it was multiple snakes. <laughs> and They had one real snake on hand. They had one. <laughs> I mean, it felt like there was more when they were going into the... Mm. But it was a cobra, though. 
Yeah. It was cool looking. Also, this snake was adorable. <laughs> like, straight up adorable when it comes to attack her. Um, but it is a cobra. It goes in, blah, blah, blah. She's taking a bath, which they said it was a shower, and apparently no, she... No, they said it was a bath. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they said it's a gross bath for, like, washing specimens in. And she said, great. No, she I'm, wasn't thrilled. I'm but, there. But she's, she spilled beer on her shirt. I mean, what, what chance you... does she have? What, <laughs> what other options does she have? This, yeah, this is the thing that we throw the animal skeletons in to be a... <laughs> we put a bunch of beetles in there with them, and then they eat the all the meat. If you feel any the, burning, it's just residual acid on the, on the yeah, it's, tub. Yeah, it's formaldehyde. Yeah. Don't stay in there for more than a half hour, or you will get cancer. Uh, but, okay, so she's stung to death. We see her boobs for a split second. Um, there it is. We get a we get yeah fifteen year old me's got a complaint here when when <laughs> when you're watching these movies and and couples split off to do yep. it deliver <laughs> I will say that is true that was a that was a very shy uh, boob yeah. showing and then when we actually then when we see boobs later on it's during the rape that's not it's fun like, that's not of fun all boobs. the times yeah that's not Jesus fun boobs Christ. at all I don't want that nobody wants that so movie. it's like for one you tease us and give us barely anything and then you give us some but it's like ew yep so totally. it's just like bad fa- uh, nudity fail yep bad 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 um, okay so uh, so one of the guys gets sent to look for beers in the middle of making out which was also very confusing he goes into a room and sociopath Balkan Skull lock him in. It is the same room that the lady was just killed by the snakes. Or some some adjoining room. He winds up walking in and gets killed by snakes, but whatever. So, you know, this is where we get our horrible sexual assault. <clears throat> but well, that, before that, I just want to complain about his death. Like, it sucks so much. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because he finds, no, he finds his, that girl dead. Yes. Yeah. It, who, who just got bit by snakes very viciously, and we see her get bit yep. a bunch by this cobra. We're like, okay, well, we got a snake death. Cool. <sighs> then he walks in there, and he's like, oh, my God. And a then snake. a snake just crawls up his pants, and he's like, oh, there's a snake in my pants. Oh, I'm dead now. There's like, a snake what? in my boot, and you he just, dies. You, you just had two people die from the same fucking snakes? And, and one of them, one, um, one, you didn't even see anything? One, one was a mime death. Yeah. Mm, boo. Super boo. Yep. Yeah, no good. You couldn't come up with one cool death for that guy. Like, one better idea than that. It's like, so come weird. On. It would have been so it's easy. It's such a throwaway you're piece of the, crap kill. Yeah. Especially, like, you're in the middle of a natural <laughs> history museum. There's so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they do some creative things. They're in like, the specimens. There's not one other specimen that could have come alive and did some shit well, Exactly. There? It could have been so, a spider or, like, anything else. Yeah. Boo. Uh, so... Let's see. Uh, there was that thing she puts on the quarter million dollars worth of like fucking Naples finery oh, yes. that she found on a shelf. Uh, two and sociopaths they, come in to assault her, and they come in wearing giant metal masks and speedos, and that's yep. it. And that's it. And, and then once that happened, I was like, "Oh no, are they gonna?" Oh, yeah, man. And then, uh, but you know, the, we cut away from that from from the gross scene to the dad and the teacher having their engagement dinner, she casually mentions that the daughter is going to be picked up at the museum and the dad goes, I, what? I couldn't believe this. <laughs> In the thick of the action, let's go watch some old people eat dinner at a restaurant. Like, what are you doing, movie? Yeah. 
Yep. Her dad doesn't need to come back right now. <laughs> His shenanigans senses are tingling. He's yeah. got to come back. Um, whatever. Now Alex and her boyfriend find the unintentional corpse party with three dead friends and she does the requisite scream and shudder and then she and her boyfriend run off and they uh, bump into her dad who oh, has yeah we didn't mention how fucking bulk and skull died oh uh, yeah the african mask oh so good it was cool the uh so the the sidekick gets lifted up off the ground he's wearing like a man in the iron mask looking mask it crushes his head it's got a screw in the back that spins by itself and (laughs) it crushes his head yeah and then his head spins 360 degrees while he's lifted up off the ground awesome no complaints nope uh and then the horned mask that the other guy was wearing flies at him and impales him complaint not so same great. as a fucking spear death. It's the same as a spear death. Same what you did with the snake. You just killed people yeah, the same way that's... twice in a row. It's like, this is another one. Another yeah. instance. Minus a... a point. Yeah. How do you go from that cool-ass screw head to that in the same scene and be like, yeah, yeah, you just have this epic. This, this is awesome. Well, uh, Now what are you going to do? Uh-oh. Well, <laughs> I mean, and also, that's not how you... Uh, listen, far be it from me, but... Come on, if you're going to do it like that, if you have a bad kill and a good kill, maybe ramp up, you know, instead of being do like, the bad one do the first. really cool thing and then like, uh, oh, I yeah, guess. Yeah, so it's, it's weird. It's like that was such a good, that was such a good moment that following it up with him just like, ow, a thing. Yeah. Boo. Boo. All right. Um. So Alex and her boyfriend, Uh. let's see. They're still running. Um, do do do. The yeah. The somehow dad figures out that they're at the museum. I don't really, through a lot of boring talk at yeah, dinner. Yeah, through a lot of boring talk. He calls the museum. Security guy doesn't answer because he's been murdered by Juju bees. And then he's like, "Something's wrong. <laughs> I need to go to the museum." <laughs> yep. Uh, so dad and teacher show up at the museum and they can't get in because the guy's dead. Who would buzz him in normally? But guess what? The genie buzzes them in because he understands <laughs> how to use the system. Um, so we get some moments of uh, Alex and Ted running through the building. Uh, he goes near this mummy case, or the oh, mummy, that was cool. And I love that there was a fucking no prize for this that they bothered setting this up. So oh, earlier when they were like, it's like it's getting its case replaced. Why is there no case around it? Well, because we're, we're going to replace the case, but we got to take this one off and leave it off for like a week first. <laughs> I got a better idea. Leave the case on until yeah, you have a new fucking right? case for it. It's a mummy. It's just like the kids are like, oh, cool. Should we be breathing this? Oh, God, yeah. no. You should not. But Janitor anyway. accidentally hits it with his mop when he's mopping the floor. Yep. Head Skull falls ball, off. Crumbles. <laughs> yeah. Explodes into dust. Um, yeah. Don't worry. New case coming next week. <laughs> <laughs> but Ted gets his fingers bitten off. And he's screaming, and he's all unhappy, and then the mummy does a full-on throat bite, and then starts smoking for no reason. Yeah, I was kind of surprised uh, dude died. I was surprised that he was dead. Yeah. I was surprised that everybody died. I was surprised that so many people yeah. got killed in this. The fact that it was just the teacher and her at the end, yeah, I thought dad was died like, too. yeah, crazy. what a weird what a yeah. weird way to do this. But... um. <clears throat> Alex finds her dad, and the djinn shows up and 
now we finally see it, and we see it in its big gate monster form. He says, Keeper, you now care for the lamp. You care for the lamp. Now it will care for you. Your wish is my command. And he replays a conversation where Alex wishes that her dad was dead. Oh, you lucky duck with your subtitles. I know. Uh, when this genie talks, yes, I could not <laughs> understand. I did not have subtitles, and I could not understand a word. They put, <laughs> they put <laughs> such a they put such a deep Doctor Claw filter on him that's just like, oh man. It's yeah, it is like it is worse <clears throat> than Bane in the original cuts yeah. of of Batman. <laughs> so 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 bad. Uh, but yes, that is what he says in the in my subtitles. That was what he said. Uh, and Wait, so, the original Bane was harder to hear than yeah, yeah. came out on... Oh, yeah, they fixed his... That is that is a fixed version of his voice. Oh, I didn't know that. People complained <laughs> so much that they were like, okay, we'll tone it down a little bit. And everyone was like, is that... You did something? <laughs> but yeah, ap- I, evidently... I don't have too much trouble understanding him, and I, I like... I like uh, I actually like that Nolan movie. Uh, I mean, I like, I like the the version of Bane that they put in the Harley Quinn cartoon that is based on the, on the Nolan movies. Oh yeah. Yes. He's, he's great. Uh, I highly recommend it. If you're a fan of the tick, I am, uh, if you would like to see like an adult version of the tick using all DC characters, that is the Harley Quinn cartoon. It is. It's like legitimately feels like Ben Edlund wrote it. Nice. It's awesome. Uh, that's my recommendation for today. Watch the Harley Quinn cartoon. Watch the Harley Quinn cartoon. Watch the Harley, Watch Quinn. The Harley Quinn cartoon. <laughs> yep, that's that's his. That's basically his voice. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Okay, so uh, uh, we get this moment where it's like, okay, well, we're gonna have to defend ourselves against the omnipotent indestructible monster oh genies have one weakness oh what is that a fire extinguisher <laughs> looks like somebody's been watching every movie made in the 60s yeah but don't sh- don't spray it at him <laughs> just 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 spray it spray it in the air spray it in the air they hate that shit i mean admittedly if that guy's been in there for a really long time everything's gonna seem magical to him everything's gonna sound yeah. it's like whoa Maybe it's genie poison. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Shit, maybe they've developed that. I've been in here for a hundred years. And then he's like, okay, that's it. I'm okay, right? That wasn't genie poison. Okay, now I'm going to go chase Uh, after them. For the record, because I do dumb shit like this at my work all the time (laughs) with label makers, I'm going to put genie poison labels on the (laughs) fire extinguishers. Blob repellent. That'll pair well with my googly eyes that are all in the posters in the lobby. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> that's it will be a joke that only I will only find. Only funny. you. Will. <laughs> Those are the best ones. Yeah, they make me laugh. Perfect. So we get this scene again, where they they basically made a less convincing scene by having this thing on a dolly being like yeah. <laughs> sent through the. <laughs> Sent through the museum because it was, you know, what, 15 feet tall or yeah. whatever. And, uh, you know, they could have just had an action figure that would have looked better. <laughs> but they did not choose that. Um, and All so I can picture is him driving that white car now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the genie in the car. In the car, oh, yes. I, just, the I, 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 upped, oh. I upped the game. 
<laughs> he doesn't turn into the car. He drives it. So it's just like the end of Gremlins is what you're saying. Yes. He's Gizmo. Yes. In this in this reading, he's the hero. Well, he doesn't need to grab the wheel. He just stays up in the sky and, like, <laughs> yes. sky mines Sure, it. right. Yeah. He doesn't need to. Eh. Uh, okay, so they finally get away. They're like, we've got to find the, we've got to get to the computer where the translation was going on. So they go through this series of, like, blast doors? Yeah, yeah. What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Is that just something they had there? Like, I don't get this. Like, what? It's weird. I, it's just back hallway stuff, I guess. I No clue. <laughs> but either way, um, Dad finds the printout from the guy who actually knows stuff, uh, who got killed, yeah. uh, at the museums. And he's got the he's got translations of what was on the lamp. And so we're waiting and waiting and waiting for real info, and it's like trying to build up the tension, which it kind of does. It's not bad. Um, and But then Dad says... The line, one of those lines that is so frustrating when you're watching a movie like this, where you're like, well, we've known since the beginning of the movie what's going on, and then you have a character say something so prosaically stupid, where you're like... What's the line you're... The line he says is, it's a genie, a real one! (laughs) It's like, motherfucker... We've been here for an hour and ten. Yeah. We've already been there for an hour and ten minutes. We've and watched you are... the lamp get rubbed several times. We talked about a genie in class. <laughs> Guy, come on, man. But, uh, thank fucking whatever. Thanks, Chief Inspector. Anyway, um, okay, so, uh, he, he types really fast, because he's, like, hacking into the system. You know, he's got to get... He's got to hack into the mainframe. Quick, quick we got to type type fast. The faster you type, the better. Got to enter more the, algorithmic parameters. The more translation yeah. will have been done. <laughs> we need the computer to translate the lamp so we can know how to kill the genie because what's on the lamp will obviously be instructions on how to kill a genie. Uh, and also, We don't know what it is, but we know this is going to help us. What? And don't, don't forget my favorite part, which is the fact that they waste... So they're waiting for this thing to print out or whatever else, or whatever it's going to do to translate or go through, and they're wasting... They've got this fucking 5K of memory on this machine, <laughs> and they've wasted at least four of it on this rotating vector graphic of a lamp. Yeah. It's like... Come on, dude. <laughs> the inscriptions on the lamp could have just been like... A gift like a watch, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this one, to my dearest John, enjoy this lamp. Have fun rubbing it out. Your, your, rub one out. Your with love, it. Eleanor. Yeah, like <laughs> they're gonna spend all that time translating behind the blast doors. It just got something stupid. Like they didn't know what they were getting, but somehow they knew they were gonna get the magic key they needed. And I the mean, magic key they needed was just so fucking dumb. Like destroy the lamp. It's like the, I, it would be the first thing you'd try. It would be the first thing you'd And I love the computer graphic, too, when the translation is finally complete and the computer starts uh, blinking, destroy lamp to kill Jin. Destroy lamp to kill Jin. I was like, you're fucking kidding me, movie, right? Yeah, no, it's not. It was not kidding you. That was the... So, I mean, and reasonably, that would be ha- that would have to be something that was programmed into the computer to do that. Yeah. So, so this guy from before had programmed this thing. So he was like, he was just typing in run colon backslash genie program flash display enter. answer. <laughs> yes. And then it comes up. So perfect. But uh, 
so they they need to destroy the lamp, and the family runs out of the museum. They because, go into the, the genie is bursted through all the doors. Yeah, yeah. And so they go into the woods. Uh, they're he's hot on their heels, and this part angers me so much. Yeah, I mean the dad falls down. And he's like, oh, just run, don't stop, don't stop, run. And they're like, okay, bye, peace. And then they run. And then they bump into him again after they've ran straight yes. forward. And they don't put it together for a second that that's not the dad. Like, oh, hey, you're absolutely physically impossible for you to be here yeah, right yeah. now. Okay, we'll follow you. Like, Perfect. What? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, they're out of their minds. I know they're out of their minds, but like, come on, man. <laughs> Either way. And, and it's not surprising for the viewer either because we know it's not him. It's also confusing because it feels like they originally meant for the teacher to die here and then just change their minds. Yeah, I think because so. Their, because their answer for why she was alive later on. So we'll get to it. But okay, so she, the, the, the daughter, Alex, breaks off on her own because clearly father was dead. Teacher's probably dead. Yeah. She goes to the basement. She finds the she finds the the lamp. Runs down to some sort of incinerator that they have there to get rid of probably I don't know toxic mummy parts or something. I don't know. And she throws it in, burns it. Uh, blah 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 blah. We blah. get a really cheap fireworks display. Yep. It's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty cheap. And uh, but the the gin is now dead, and the teacher comes out and she's like. I guess he was more interested in chasing after you than killing me. It's like, he's a fucking genie. Yeah. What do you know, bitch? Yeah. (laughs) Could have just killed... I mean, unless that was... Unless they had planned a... a, Or is it ending where the teacher's eyes turned green and they just decided that they didn't like it? Because (laughs) because that, that really is like... That's not an answer. Like, the fact that literally the genie had its hand on her. Like, she reaches down to to see the, the dad, mm-hmm. and it's the genie, and it literally is holding on to her physically. It hasn't needed to be anywhere near anyone up until this point. Yeah. And she still, she survived it, so it's like, she would have to be the genie. That's a good idea. I mean, it seems like a better idea than just freeze-framing on You know what also sad. is a good idea? <laughs> Freeze framing on like the most awkward face <laughs> you could possibly freeze frame on. Also, uh, yeah, and also our our end of the movie scare are like, oh no, jump scare, he's still alive. Is uh, somebody jingling Pepsi bottles? Yeah. <laughs> She's I, like, I, oh no, it's the sound of the the bracelet. Oh no, it's not. I thought that was fifty percent clever and fifty percent dumb. Yes, Mike. I mean. That's a pretty clever like way to simulate the glass clinking of the sure. bracelet. Was yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> I agree. But at the same it time, also, you're like, but, but, okay. but also, Pepsi bottles is not scary. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's also a very unscary thing. So it seems like kind of a waste. But yeah, there it is. I like it. I I enjoy this movie. I don't. It's I don't silly. Ha- I don't hate it. But I just feel like there's so much things that could be improved, and I feel like there's. Way too many slog scenes that just go on too long. Like it takes there too are. it takes too long to get moving. Yeah, frankly, in my book. Yeah, like, it's. I think it's. I think it's one of those one of those things where they just if they had punched it up, it would have yeah. been more fun. Like the jokes there there aren't joke jokes that work. There's like little charming moments that f- fall flat. 
especially between the daughter and father. And it's like, if there were some funny parts, if it was less creepy with the fucking sociopaths, yeah, that would be better. That's the thing. Like, I almost feel like you cut, cut the sociopaths out of it entirely. Yeah, Just give the group of I, kids I two, two extra friends. No, we, we don't need their antics. It, nothing pays off with them. They yeah. just die like any other teen. So, like, just don't be so mean-spirited with that shit. Uh, I feel like the boat, the whole boat scene in the open, giving the whole origin of yep. the genie, is just over, over-ambitious for over-ambitiousness' it, sake. We don't need any of that. I almost even don't know if we even need the old lady scene in the beginning, even finding the lamp. We could have just opened in the museum and being like, we got the shipment in of, of weird artifacts from this dig somewhere, and here's a lamp. Like, I don't feel like the old lady story. I mean, I get it. It's like a hook, kind of. It is. And we I see, mean, like, the kills in the beginning, which is if, fine. If what you're... T- uh, but it yeah, just, it I'm just, with I just you. want to fast-pace this shit up. Like. I definitely agree that the boat did not need to be there. That also feels... That also has the feeling of we had access to this boat, and so we yep. rode it into this thing. Uh, which, again, it's it's a... It's like the director's brother is a captain on like one of these historical learning vessels. Yeah, yep. yeah exactly. And we can get there for free, whatever. And... I always appreciate that. It's never, it's always a moment. Like I always like to think inside these movies because Mm -hmm. that's part of the beauty is the fact that they're being made on a shoestring and that you're really like, you're trying everything you can to keep the audience's attention. And one of the magic things that happens in, uh, in low budget movies is that in trying to keep the audience's attention and adding these things that are just available to you, some incredible non sequitur nonsense happens. And I feel like that happens in this movie. Yeah. Like there's, there's just moments of just utter bizarre chaos that you're like, okay, why is this guy singing opera? Like yep. the magical opera singing yeah. security guard. And like, it's so, it's so good. I also feel like the teens aren't interesting. Like there's no real, no, I, I agree. It, they're not interesting and they don't do anything interesting. Like take, Take a similar movie like Night of the Demons. Yep. The, the teens are cool. We get to the house. Yep. They, they do a, a seance, you know. They do the dance. The, the, the You know what I mean? They, they do stuff. These teens just go in and they're like, they sit in a basement and they eat potato chips. It's like, neat. Exactly. Yeah, get rid of... <laughs> Play some gonna, strip poker. Do something fun and sexy. Like, they you do have, nothing. You have that amazing outfit that you put that girl in. Mm-hmm. It's like, I got an idea. No assault. Yeah. Cut it entirely. She strips for her boyfriend wearing the like wearing that amazing outfit. Yeah, that's how you get the boobs in if you're gonna. And then do it. since that's for the Asian exhibit, the genie takes over a samurai statue or something. Sure, and she gets killed in in, in a exactly that way. Yeah, make, something, make something like that. Link it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I mean, it's not the worst movie, but it's it's never clicked with me. I I remember telling you when you asked me to do this movie, yeah, yeah. I was like, I traded the tape because I hate it. But then I honestly, <laughs> that was years and years ago. I'm just like, I don't even remember why I hated it. And then I watched it, and I'm just like, okay, I don't Now I remember it. why I hated it. Yeah, I, and, and I will say I don't hate it, but it's I, definitely not a movie that I enjoy that much. I don't know how much was added to it that was of any value, mm-hmm. especially talking to you about it now. I think that probably you got almost everything. They said that they added... I can't remember how much they said they added now that I think about it, but there were at least two major scenes that they, that they found mm-hmm. and had to put in. 
and you can see where they are when you're watching it like i said before because yeah, there's there. weird yeah. there's weirdness they were like it was the best we could do there's actually even like a little warning at the beginning that's like sorry we know it looks a little weird but this was the best we could do with it yep um and uh, it's a great restore like the the blue looks great um yeah i can see i can see this not being high on somebody's list but it's got all the things that you need as far as i'm concerned and who put that blue out Oh shit! I don't remember. <laughs> I think was it vinegar syndrome. It is vinegar syndrome. Oh, of course, it was vinegar syndrome. Hey, we're gonna be and coming... where and uh, where can you get vinegar syndrome? Soon, stuff? soon you're gonna be able to get it from Coast City Comics. We're, we just got a we just got our account with uh, vinegar syndrome. Coast City Comics is getting vinegar syndrome Blu-rays in. Yes, and Severin and also Arrow. So what? So yeah. <laughs> They'll actually You're talking be about Coast City Comics that we're at right now in Portland, Maine. Yes, where we're actually sitting at this very moment. I'm sitting behind the very desk where I do but capitalisms. If and if you're not in Portland, Maine, you can still get these things from here, right? Yes, at CoastCityComics.com. Yeah! Do that thing. And buy a Funbox Monster Podcast t-shirt while do you're there. Do that other thing. Thank you. And rate and review us. We'd appreciate that stuff. That's really nice. Uh, we got another one. I really appreciated it. Thank you for that. And uh, I saw that and I went, oh, neat. People are still paying attention. That's cool. Uh, uh, you can write reviews on Spotify now, I've I've heard. Oh, is that true? Somebody told me that. Okay, please do that then. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please rate us on Spotify. That would be awesome. Yeah, hey, I use Spotify. I can rate us. Nice. Yeah. Even if you've already rated us elsewhere, <laughs> please rate us on Spotify. Uh, this the... review might be biased. <laughs> But I think it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> Signed, Sarah Kaling. It's the best podcast I do every week. I think it's it's in the it's in my top two. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And uh, and I don't have no idea what we're going to do next week, but it'll be something great. We never have that idea until like Monday usually. Perfect. I'll try and figure <laughs> something out. All right. We will see you then. Have a lovely evening. Peace. Bye.